0: I am so excited about this podcast. The response has been amazing. Your favorite so far has been the book of Eli. And I am so happy that I can present a product that will force individuals to think about living on purpose, being on purpose, and working on their path. I do know that my purpose is to allow individuals to work, live, and love in and on purpose 100% of the time. So that's me and that's Veer, creating energies, creating products that will help you think and formulate your own journey and, and, and build the structure that will work for you. So I'm really excited about this. This week, we're talking about life goals. And, you know, what are life goals? Think about building a house and you have a foundation. Life goals are the bricks, brick by brick you are putting this slab of cement and then bricks down to build a structure. And so brick by brick, you are building a structure until you get to the roof and then it's all done. Foundation is set, the walls are set, and it's all done brick by brick. Bricks are your life goals. The purpose is to build the structure, which is the house. However it looks, architectural digest or shanty town, it doesn't matter. The structure itself is the goal. That's the purpose. That's the ultimate life purpose. Brick by brick, laying down the foundation, getting the cement, mixing it, putting it together. Those are life goals. Those are the individual steps that we take in order to get to the bigger picture, the grandioso final project, the season finale of life. So that's what life goals are, right? So every year, Around January, for some of us, it's February. Individuals activate what they call their annual goals or they do vision boards or, you know, whatever it is that works for you. And throughout the year, they push themselves to accomplish these goals. They push themselves to to see the things that they put in line in January and February come to fruition by December. Those are goals. Now, half of the time, we abort <laughs> jump ship and, you know, change our minds in the process. That's life. These things happened. We talked about it, you know, about being on your path and we talked about it last week. Sometimes you get a detour, but that doesn't mean that you cannot jump back into the driver's seat and get back to doing the work. So when you have these life goals and you're laying down this brick and you're trying to build a, a big structure, you just have to remember it's bigger than this one piece of thing that you're doing it's bigger than this one job it's bigger than this one goal it's this huge structure in the end so that's what life goals are they are basically part and parcel to the structure that you are trying to erect that will leave your imprint in the universe so how do you come up with these life goals well you know what the purpose is because you at some point you sit back and you say in life I want to be remembered as such. In life, I want to leave a mark and the mark will be this. And it will be a lasting mark and it may be part of my family's legacy. So in trying to leave a mark on the world, you basically have to create these smaller goals and these smaller goals will help you attain the larger goal. Now, God forbid something happen, and you transition a lot sooner than you anticipated because we're not in charge of this, right? And, or something happens that you are unable to, complete that purposeful work, let's be clear. Upon transition, you have completed your purpose, at least is the way God sees it, right? But for ourselves, it has to be tangible. For us, it has to be tangible. So you have to think that if you do it in a way that it's understood and you have placed these these benchmarks and these smaller life goals that would fit to the purpose, someone else can come in and carry on the work. Someone else will come in and carry on the work. Your legacy will continue because you have done it in such a way that it is understood. You have done it in such a way that individuals feel that when this job is done, everyone will be able to be blessed from it. Everyone will be able to receive some goodness and lives will be changed because you have accomplished that goal post-mortem or not. So think about that when you're, saying this is my purpose in the world and these are the goals that I am going to try to achieve in order to make it happen. So this week we lost two greats, Kofi Annan and the great Aretha Franklin. If you think about it, Kofi Annan, when he was secretary to the UN, he did his job and he continued to do his job. He continued to speak for the people and with the people, right? Aretha Franklin, the work that she, her body of work alone, I mean, we can play all her songs and there's 365 days in the year we may need a whole lot more days to get through her discography but they have left their mark in the world and you know what another great singer can come and produce even greater work than Aretha did that's not negating Aretha's legacy but it's continuing on with producing great songs and and songs that's lasting that's basically the soundtrack of people's lives. Another UN speaker will come and a representative UN will come and they will speak for the people and really be about the business of people and, and a better life for all, right? You have to think about what the legacy is going to be going forward and how you're going to, even if you step away, how is it going to carry on? So that's some stuff to think about when you're putting your life goals into place. So. Talking about life goals, I tend to share within the podcast what it looks like for me, right? So I said in the beginning of this podcast, and it was all purpose on purpose, it was intentional, that my goal, my life's purpose is to work with individuals so that they can live, love, and work on and in purpose 100% of the time. That's the that's the tricky part, 100% of the time. So it's not you turn it on and turn it off. I think I spoke about this before. Sometimes I try not to speak in, in this light terms, light worker terms, and, oh, life is great, and it's pure, and it's this. But you find that if you are on and in purpose 100% of the time, it is who you are. It is part of your DNA makeup. It is part of your language. It is the culture that you have created for yourself. So your goals your life purpose work, everything that you do is always being worked on and you're always dropping nuggets. Even when you are not doing it intentionally, the 100% working and living and loving in purpose is important because it doesn't matter what you're doing. You can be sitting on the beach. If part of your work is to create great energy, it is to bring a smile on people's faces. There may be a stranger that you might say, Hey, have a good day now. And that can actually switch the, the shifts, the paradigm in which they're existing. It can do so much for that one person. And for you, it was just a, Hey, have a good day now. Make it great. So once you're doing something at a 100% of the time, and it's all part of you and it's ingrained in your DNA, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Even on your worst day, when you're trying to tell someone off, you're still blessing someone else. Oh gosh, that's crazy. That's another podcast, right? So, I'm also an energy tracker, right? So there are people who, and I I don't know how they haven't realized that yet. I always know when you're doing something shifty with me. And usually I'm nicer to you when you're doing something shifty with me, because I need you to understand that you're doing something shifty, right? And so being 100% in this, the energy, it becomes like a glitch in the matrix. It's like the light, which will be iridescent, fluorescent, everything essence becomes dark. It becomes murky. And so I can understand and see that, Hey, this stuff is not working out. That is just because a you could call it the third eye being activated, but it's because I'm 100% in the work that I'm doing purposefully. And last but not least, when I look at the work that I do on a daily basis, so I wrote a book, um, you will hit a commercial about in a second. Um, I am doing this podcast, the relationships that I have with my friends and and, and colleagues, and even the ones that I have with associates, I try my best to always insert and inject positive energy. Um, I try to uplift individuals and I try to be that one voice that you're definitely going to hear a battery charging boost for whatever situation that you're in. So that is me living in purpose, but my goals are always to make sure that whatever I do and however I do it, it's a blessing to someone. It's uplifting someone. Now I get it wrong at times. I get it wrong at times. And there are times I'm not always on 10 and not always in the nicest light because I can be dark. I mean, I'm human, but that does not negate the other 99.999% of the time that I'm trying to do the work that's being done. Okay, so that's all about living a life on and in purpose. Let me start for a commercial break and I'll be right back. guys so most of you who know me know that I am a member of the illustrious Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and there are these ladies who started this company it's called the Ivy Box let me tell you about the Ivy Box it's joy in a box that comes every month it is $35 you can buy a box or you can gift a box but you have to be a member of the organization they're also working with other orgs I definitely know that Sigma Gamma Rho is one of the orgs you can get a $35 box and monthly you get, oh my gosh, let me tell you, I got a bag with my name on it. You get water bottles, you get um, clothing, you get different um, forms of paraphernalia, but they are all, when I say they are all, they are all merchandise from the sorority. They are low cost quality items. They are sorority themed in the boxes. You discover new products and listen, it's black owned so you can support it. All right, let's get back to the show. Yes, ladies, I love the Ivy Box. Gents, it's not available for you yet. Soon come, soon come. All right, so we're talking about the life goals. So how do you as a person and individuals create your own life goals? So the first thing you should ask yourself is, what is the big picture? What is the purpose work for you? I'm going to say it again. What is the big picture what is the purpose work for you what does purpose look like for you what was the dream that was given what was the vision that was deposited into you that's the first thing that you need to understand and then what makes you feel empowered and motivated and even important within this purpose work so are you an individual who's already doing the work and you're like ooh? the activation has happened and I know that I'm moving and I'm working in it and Oh, it's great. And people are being blessed and I know I'm important because God said so. And remember I said last week, there's some things that's going to happen. It's like a boomerang within the universe. Every time you get the vision, there's another form of confirmation that comes through. So that's the importance when I say important, you know? So if it's like, I'm going to use Aretha Franklin as an example. So her purpose in life was to create this wonderful music. We don't really talk about her activism. We don't really talk about the work that she did behind the scenes because a lot of the work she did behind the scenes they were purposeful work. A lot of us do it in secret. or oh, we do it behind the scenes because if anyone else learns about it and their energies come in, it might create a situation, right? But this individual, Miss Aretha, she was what she was born with the gift. She was born with the gift to play the piano. She was born with the with the gift of singing. She didn't go to, you know, Madam Such and Such to learn piano or learn voice. So for you, if the goal, if that end result is you're going to give birth to the next savant, to the next, you know, prodigy, it doesn't mean you're schlepping the child. 99 hours out of the you know year to some type of music class. There are some things that are so natural that you have to work with it and massage it and you know basically steer them correctly. So it doesn't mean that there's no hard work that goes into it, but a lot of what is the deposited into us comes naturally. It's a natural movement, right? The ebb and the flow of it all, of what was given to you purposefully is natural. And, or if it's not, when it, when it comes, there's always the validation, the help and everything else that you need. They come because it's part of the work that was given to you. So the other individuals that's needed to make it happen, they will be, they will be attracted to you. That energy that you exude is like a magnet and it will pull them towards you. And since the work is purpose and is purposeful, then you guys will be able to get it done properly. Think about that, right? Think about how that has happened in your life. And last but not least, with the with the purpose work and the big picture, how will it go forward post-mortem? So when you pass on, when you've transitioned from this world, how does that work continue? Who will continue it? Is it going to be continued in your name, in your vein, or is it going to be the same strain But it's branched off by individuals who believed in it and the end result though it may be executed differently will be what you know it should be yeah that's a lot to think about right so how do you build on these how do you build on these goals remember now the goals are like bricks that are laid to build a structure and the building itself is the purpose that's the end goal right so You have to basically think about how I am going to, A, acquire these bricks. How am I going to erect this structure? Who's going to help me to do it? Because you cannot do all of the work yourself. So part of it is building relationships, having conversations with individuals who will work with you, having the strength and the mental fortitude to take, the naysayers and the negation that's going to come while you're doing the work. Because remember I said last week, sometimes the haters, as we like to call them now, they are purposeful. They are here to help you a build that mental fortitude. They are there to help you say to yourself, self, I can go a little further because they don't believe that I can. And I happen to know that I can, and I'm going to show them because sometimes we feel the need to show. There are other people who's like, I don't care what they say. I'm not gonna do it. I, Karen H, I'm gonna show you. I need to show you. I need to show you for me, and also to shut you up. But sometimes you you feel the need to show. So how are you going to do that? How are you preparing yourself for it? So those are all part of the life goals. So is it that you're going to implement? meditation is it that you're going to implement you know learning new skills from edX or going to take night classes or you know securing a mentor or a sponsor someone who will speak for you that will open these doors to let you in you know all of these things are part of life goals sometimes life goals may seem like they're fleeting or they're very um, conceited but they're not if they're needed to help you get to that end goal, then that's what it is. And you have to believe and trust for yourself that you're moving properly, that you're moving in the right vein, right? So I've always in the back of my mind say when I walk into a room or I walk into any space, there's something about me. And it's going to be positive that I'm going to leave in that space once I exit stage left. And usually it's my energy. And it has to be so charged and powerful that in some way, shape, or form, it could be grating your nerves, grating your nerves, or it just made you smile and feel bubbly. But I'm leaving something in that room, and you're going to remember me, okay? So that's all part of our life goals. It's simple things as that. It's not always just getting up and grinding from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and having little time for family and friends. It's not always tedious. It's not always heavy lifting. But you have to be cognizant. You have to be clear about what you're trying to do, how you're trying to do it, what the end goal looks like, what the structure looks like, what that purpose work looks like, so that you know that you can basically implement these life goals, these smaller goals, these bricks that will help you eventually erect such structure. So who can help you? So, we talked about how do you create the life goals, you know, how do you build on them, but who can help you? Who? Your squad. Who's in your squad? There's a title, in, there's a chapter in the Divine Butterfly, talk about the squad. And I basically, <laughs> the example I use, everybody gets back to me. I was like, why did you use the 12 disciples? Because Jesus said they went to sleep. And he was mad that they went to sleep. He asked them to stay up and they went to sleep. Sometimes your friends go to sleep, but they still your friends. Sometimes they turn their backs on you, but they said, your friends read the book. You'll get the whole story. I'm telling you, it's dope. Um, that's not the commercial. It's coming. So who can help you? Your squad. I should be able to tap my friends and say, yo, Jay, I need you to introduce me to such and such. Help me out. Can you open this door for me? Can you crack this window for me? If they're always saying no, then they're not part of that purpose squad. They can still be your chill friends, but they're not part and parcel. They do not drive a bus, a car, or a golf cart to help you get to the end goal. So they just stay in the chill section. You know, you you have drinks with them on Friday and Saturday, but you're not trying. They're not part of the life goals going to the purpose work. Not so you have to differentiate your squad and who's going to be able to help you. If you go to a church, your pastor, your your prayer circle, your team. Those that you can call and they pray you through storms, they can help you. Now, maybe it's just praying you through storms, but that those individuals are here to help you to the end goal. And you have to find a way to share what the end goal is so that they know that these smaller goals, the smaller goals are important and that they will help you get to the end and do the work that was purpose. And also that homie lover friends, you know, your husband, your, your, um, situationship wife. Your, your friends, they are the ones that you trust that will help you go in. I did not say that they're your accountability partner. I did not say that. I said they're your friends. That's the squad that's going to help you out. So sometimes you have to curate the question of how you need help properly, okay? Uh, a lot of people who tend to tell me how they feel that I should do things within Cadence LLC and Karen St. Helena Incorporated, they don't realize that some you're telling me something that may be against what God has said to me. And so when I don't respond and or react, it's not that I'm being mean or I'm being conceited or I'm just being hard headed. You're just not in line with what was given to me. And so I can't move and I know better than to move. So who are the people that's going to be able to help you? You can curate, curate, you can curate that group, shift people, you know, um, a lot of people have a group of friends. You have your associates. You have your friends. You have your inner circle. I have La costra Nostra. You know, it's like, who are they? And who's in your holy of holies? Let me break for a commercial. <laughs> so guys, I'm back with my book, The Divine Butterfly, Inspiration for the Journey to Your Purpose. It is available on Amazon.com, on your Kindle, and soft copy, $9.99. So listen, you can get this book read each chapter. It's a short book, but guess what I do in the book at the end of every chapter, you have to reflect, you have to reflect and write what you learned in that chapter and how it looks to you and how it sounds to you, and how it makes you feel. The good feedback that I love every time is when individuals say to me, you know, I keep going back to this book. It's a short book. I keep going back to this book because it is making me think about how I'm doing things and how I'm how I'm moving towards my end goal and my purpose. And, you know, once you get to a certain age, you want to leave your mark, right? So why not read a book that's going to help you activate this, this, this walk. And that book is The Divine Butterfly by Karen H. St. Hilaire, available on Amazon.com for your purchase. Okay, let's finish up the show. All right, guys. So last but not least, After you know you created these plans, you want to build on these plans, and you're trying to figure out who's going to help you, you got to activate it. You got to activate it. So how do you activate it? Our energy, our personal energy is so important. And there are people who don't Think about their energy. Uh, Energy will help you activate because once you are sure, once we get to a point that we're so sure about what our purpose is, we start to attract people and individuals and circumstances, um, places you have no idea that basically will help us get stronger in the realm of the work realm of the work. It will help us get stronger and build our mental physical, spiritual fortitude so that we can finish the work that we are supposed to do. Your energy is so important. So some people say you smudge. I smudge. Um, I tend to burn incense for the chakras, prayer, uh, meditation, conversation with certain people that I know I believe in them and they believe in me. So that conversation is just, it's just built on great energy, love, and the deposits on either side will be that of greatness and love. And sometimes it's that confirmation from God that the other person is looking for. So it's all about getting your energy right. I will disagree with you. You will disagree with me. Someone else will disagree with you. Vice versa. Disagreements happen. You're not always going to be on 10, the greatest friend, the loving person, but you must understand that the energy that you exude 90% of the time is what will be handled, not the 10%. If someone's going to dwell on the 10, that means they have to move and you're being shown that they have to move. It's like a shift that's taking place. Different people are coming in and some people are being subbed out. They may be subbed out for a season or forever, but you have to let them go. You have to walk out. It's like uh, my girl died. Her last day on her job, she took a picture of an empty hallway. That's done. That season is over, right? But that's a brick in her bigger picture. So you have to just know when the season's are over and just move on. And sometimes you're like, some people are like, the season is over. I'm not doing this. It's done. And then they're right back where it was because – your human self is like the season is over, but the spiritual realm is like, no, you don't hide hiatus right now. It's, it's a five minute break. Get over your ego. Get over yourself. So you have to activate the energy and activating the energy requires a lot of meditation and spiritual movement on your part and and praying and asking God to show you and move because sometimes they show you and you don't want to move them. Let him ask him to move them. And, you know, cry about it for five minutes and keep it moving. My friends know, I'm like, you got 10 minutes to cry, and then it's a wrap, right? So this week, we talked about your life goals. We talked about how to to put them in line with the purpose, how to activate them, and who should help you. I mean, what else can you ask for? What else? I don't know. But if you think of something else... Let me know, slide into my DM, leave me a note as you do, shoot me a text as you do, but more importantly, share the podcast with a friend. Share it, and I hope it blesses them as it blesses you. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next week on Cadence in the Clouds. Toodoo!